out of all the teams that I had the chance to pay attention to this season, the one team that I studied the most was the Sacramento Kings. Now, with them just recently being the Portland Trailblazers, they officially ended their playoff drought. As prior to this, the last time they made the playoffs was damn well 16 years ago in 2006, which is just, wow, that was just so long ago. And they ended it. It was not only the longest playoff drought in NBA history, but it was one of the longest ones in North American sports history. And now that title goes to the Jets, who the last time they won a playoff game, let alone made it, was over a decade ago in 2010. Which is, man, which is as the years go on, man, I tell you. But let's back on top for those first. So this Kings team, this offense is just damn well unstoppable. They've been one of the better offenses in the league. And most of that has to go to Mike Brown. And Mike Brown was a guy who was with Steve Kerr for the Golden State Warriors. Not too long ago, he has the experience then and there. And when the Kings hired him, I was thinking to myself in my head, I was like, hmm, this should be very interesting. If he could implement little Steve Kerr game plan while mixing it up with some creative plays he got in his mind and his beautiful basketball IQ, then it could possibly maybe see something different. And, well, that's exactly what happened as his offense, right? Fun fact, last year, their offense ranked 24th in offensive efficiency. This season, they ranked number one in that. Also, add the fact that last year, they ranked 22nd in assists per game. They ranked 4th this season. Last season, they ranked 25th in threes made per game. They ranked 7th. And that's due to the fact that Mike Brown's system consists of constant ball movement, getting good looks from deep or at the basket, good perimeter shooting, and players knowing when to cut to the basket at the right time for the most part. Which goes into another point. De'Aaron Fox. They finally now are able to completely build around De'Aaron Fox. That's basically, that's their whole team is built around De'Aaron Fox. Now, De'Aaron Fox is a guy that I've been high on ever since i seen him on YouTube. If you know, you know the Malik mixtape days in which he was just dominating high school. Also, I had a chance to see him play college at University of Kentucky, which he was just him, Malik Monk. Oh, my God. That was just a loaded team, man. I'll tell you, bro. Like, no cap. But anyway, back on topic for the most part. His early years in the Kings, obviously, the team was one of the worst teams in the, in the league. And... They cannot build around them, but just as of recently, the organization, also with Mike Brown, they're able to build around them, adding players like Damanis Sabonis, who's one of our better centers in the league, and the son of um, Arenas Sabonis, I believe. That's his first name. I may put out that wrong. Correct me the comments were wrong enough for the most part. And he's playing damn well just like his pops. He's playing really good this season as he's one of the more better centers in the league as well. Then you got Malik Monk acquired from the Lakers. Let's see, they got him from the Lakers to the Kings. Then you got Keegan Murray drafted for, as a rookie. Good sharpshooter, really good deadly from D. You also got Kevin Hunter, who came from Atlanta, who's what is what? One of our better shooters in the league. Like, you got Harrison. They ain't got good old Harrison Barnes that's still on the team, like, et cetera, et cetera. Like, you got players on that team that could do that. And it helps De'Aaron because we all know De'Aaron Fox's game. Very quick, very shifty, very athletic, the fastest player in the, in the NBA, not even close. We already know what he likes to do, attack the basket fearless. Now, he got a little mid-range shot, I ain't gonna lie, got a little shot in there, but we all know it's bread and butter, slash. And now, say if the defense wants to 
completely take that away from him, then guess what? He could just kick it out to his shooters like Keegan Murray, like Kevin Hunter, like Demonis Abonis, like Malik Monk, like, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. He could kick it out to any of his shooters, and they could just let it rain from deep. And another one factor is Sabonis' playmaker. As we already know Sabonis' game, we all know what he could do. He could bully you down low, he go to the mid-range, and he could also be a little bit of a playmaker at times, run the offense while De'Aaron Fox isn't there, or he can even take command at times for the most part. And the player I know is he likes taking dribble handoffs a lot is Kevin Hunter. Like, those two, they instantly click up immediately. Like, I'm talking about off-rip. They just know what to do. And it's just a joy to watch. And then Keegan Murray with his three-point shooting. Malik Monk. He got Trey. Oh, he got Trey Lyles as well, too. Like, what you talking about, bro? Like, I'm telling you, this team, their offense is loaded. Now, despite their good offense, the main thing I have a problem with them for the most part is their defense. They play legitimately dope freaking defense. They, like, it's all offense, but defense, they like, what is defense for the most part? And also, add the fact that they're going into this year playoff race, which keep in mind, they have no experience. Yes, yeah, Sabonis did make the playoffs in the bubble in 2020, but here's the conflict, though. He didn't play due to injuries, and it was him... And who was that other guy? I forgot he got hurt too. But yeah, it was him and his teammate. They both got hurt, in which he both didn't allow him to play with the Pacers to the, inside the um bubble, essentially. And Fox, he never made it. I mean, Monk, I think Monk, I don't think he made it as well. I think, I think, did he make a playoff game once now then? I don't think he did. I may be wrong with that. Correct me in the comment section if I'm wrong with that for the most part. But. You know what I'm saying? The only player that has somewhat experience is, what, Harrison Barnes for the most part? That's because Harrison Barnes, he was on Golden State as well back in the day, not too long ago. So I guess he hasn't, but the problem is he hasn't been to playoffs in over a while. So this is his first time back in a while. So I guess he's probably the only one that has somewhat experience of what really goes on in the playoffs. And also Mike Brown as well because he was obviously with him as well. But... You could do all this nice transition shooting, constant ball movement, good cut to the rim, you know, getting good looks from deep, just overwhelming your opponents. But the thing is, in the playoffs where it matters the most, in which a lot of these coaches, especially them defensive-minded coaches, are going to have certain elements. They're going to have certain game plans. They're going to have certain pros and cons of how to limit Offenses, most notably the Kings offense, can have a nice little strategy in which they need to adapt, need to adjust. So I don't know, can their players adapt to it? Now, inside the Western Conference, obviously they're in, but the West right now is essentially anybody to win. You got the Nuggets, you got the Grizzlies, obviously you got the freaking Kings, you got the Suns, Warriors, Clippers, Pelicans, you got the Lakers, and then you got to keep in mind, you got the other teams playing for the playing spot, so... I honestly, the thing I would, I don't know, personally, like, probably against the Clippers, if Paul George comes back 100% healthy, and they both click up together, then maybe I could probably see them beating them, but the problem is, though, again, they have no experience whatsoever, and also, they play little to no defense at all. Going to State, maybe, probably, because Golden State, we could go to State, they have experience, they got Curry, Clay. 
they got Drayvon, they got Andrew Wiggins, they came Maple Jordan. They had the experience, but the problem is with Golden State is they just can't they just suck on the rope. So I don't really know. But maybe I would probably favor them against maybe LA, maybe probably. That is if LA got the plan, but even then they play hard no defense. So I don't know. Even if that's gonna work, and plus Braun AD and Jerry Vanderbilt and all them other players, I mean, I don't gotta explain with them. And and oh brother, don't get me started on the Nuggets. That would just be a massacre. And the Suns, I mean, one of you know injuries are just their main concern. Katie's already said healthy. They just completely bulldozed them. But those are just my thoughts on the Kings. If I'm a Kings fan, congratulations, congratulations to you guys. You went. Do hell and back supporting this damn team. And now look, it all paid off because now you guys are gonna play over the first time since 2006. But nevertheless, what do you guys think for the most part about the games? Do y'all see them getting bounced out the first round? Or do you think they can at least make it to the second round? Or maybe they can surprise us. I'm not betting this right now, but possibly make it to the Western Conference Finals, maybe. Maybe. But what do you guys think? But nevertheless, have a nice day.